Magic on the blacktop. Magic on the blacktop. Magic on the blacktop. Magic on the blacktop. Live from Nakamegado, Japan, this is Magic on the Blacktop, the only NBA podcast where two guys open a pack of 95, 96 upper deck trading cards and draft a fantasy team. My name is Peter. With me, as always, is the Essex assassin, the British bully, the English enigma, the commish of the Tokyo Senshi, and the Sarunus skipper, Mr. Ian Rudd. Amazing. Absolutely amazing. <laughs> Again, it could have just been a recording. Uh, you're, you're not looking, you haven't got paper. No. That's off the top of the... No- How often do you practice that? About three hours a day. Okay. Well, I have to... It, it's tough, but I get it. I get through it. It shows. It shows. And I think most of those are self-explanatory. I'm from Essex, a place in England. You are. I didn't choose... It broke my heart, but I didn't choose Sarunis last week. You're the Sarunis skipper. The commish of the Tokyo Senshi. Do you know what Senshi means? Warriors. Well, well done. Yeah. Well, I, you love the Warriors. <laughs> yeah. And you told me last week. Okay. So, well, but no, well, well I knew done it, for I remembering it. from a week ago. Cause. So, I, <laughs> I do remember it. And it's true. You are the commish. You organize a weekly run of like. Well, I was super lucky that. Um, so, I've been in 10 years last week. Congratulations. Thank you. It's, um, I don't know if I'm happy about that or just it's a crime. No, I've enjoyed my time here. But when I first moved here, it was difficult to find a run, a place to play basketball. So uh, myself and a few friends, uh, we met through various different runs and, you know, they were quite inconsistent. They would often be massively overbooked. You'd be waiting forever. And then very luckily, my boss at the time, the first job I had in Japan, he owned a bar. It allowed him to have a, he had like a business owner's card of Shibuya and he could book a gym. So I was super lucky. And we've been doing it for, yeah, about eight years now. Wow, you've been the commish for eight years? They call me the commish, yeah, the commissioner. Because once a month I pretend to be Asojiro and I book a gym. Hey, it'll work. <laughs> and they know I'm not Asojiro. The, the staff know I'm not. I think you fooled you them. Know, well, I don't know. <laughs> I just think, well, I'm not going to say what I think because anyway, I almost that, insulted you. I just um, felt like that needed explanation. But thank you. What an intro again. Thank you. Uh, nice to see you, Peter. Uh, I wish I could say the same, but I'm still stinging from last week. And you know what's interesting? Uh... We have been able to get what? some feedback from people. Sorry, sorry. What happened last week? You just remind me. Well, I'm very happy to have Thunder Dan Marley. That's right. You got Dan and Marley. you kind of drafted Reggie Miller. But here's the thing. If you ag- agree with who I drafted or you disagree with Reggie Miller, hit us up on social media. How can they reach us? Who's going to disagree with Reggie Miller? The, the Instagram is Magic on the Blacktop. That's it. And then uh, I'm, I'm in charge of our Twitter account now. Oh, dear God. I've not looked at that since <laughs> don't, you... Don't look at <laughs> okay. I've never used Twitter in my life, and it shows. I'm, I'm just sending things out into the ether. Uh, it's Blacktop Magic. Is it just pictures of Reggie Miller, like, photoshopped? Like, Actually, I think I, I very rarely mention your team. I just try to build up okay. mine. I'm just trying oh. to show people that I'm in charge. So you've got Dan Marley's three highlights <laughs> on there. No, actually, I think most of it's Vladi Divac okay. right now. But yeah, it's, it's really frustrating. But Blacktop Magic is the Twitter. Uh, Magic no, on the Blacktop is Instagram. Magic Blacktop is the Twitter. That's what I said. You said Blacktop Magic. Oh, it's Magic Blacktop. Yep. <laughs> okay. I'm not doubting your yeah, credibility, yeah, yeah, yeah. but I'm starting to regret giving it's you that responsibility. It's my Twitter account, okay. Okay? okay? And then, of course, you can also check out magicontheblacktop.com. 
Yes, please do. And then we, what we do on there is we, every time there's a new episode, we post uh, obviously the episode on there, but also the who was in each pack that we had to draft. But what we're not going to do this time, I think I was a bit quick to put out the player we both chose. So right. yeah, we'll leave it a bit of a mystery till midweek. Um, and then yeah, if you're listening to the show, then right now, if you're hearing this, you already then you're gonna you're already gonna know. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And I, I want to briefly review the rules and and what we're working for it at this season okay right? let's summarize the rule because this is important yeah um we are trying to draft a full team of basketball players which 12 is players. 12 players and we are bound by the positions that they play we can't draft 10 centers and hope that that works we have a point guard a shooting guard a small forward a power forward a center and a wild card the wild card can be anything so two lots of those yep two of each yep and in addition to that, we have two ways of kind of dis- discerning who is the champion. One is a discussion between us and the and the people who listen and their feedback. Who drafted the best team? Mm-hmm. The other is we have always reliable NBA Live 98, and we're going to simulate a best of seven series. My team, the Blockers, versus your team, the Jammers. And may the best team win. Mm-hmm. Now, the loser of this particular game has to do what? So that's right. I I think we on 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 week one we were talking about my first ever basketball jersey, and my parents still have it. And I bought it as an eleven year old, uh, and it was tight then. So God knows what it's like now. But they're going to send it to me here. And the loser, like I said, we both live in Tokyo. We're broca- broadcasting this from Tokyo now. And the loser will have to go into Shibuya Crossing, the most you know iconic part of downtown central tokyo it's the part it's been in several movies where the lights turn and it just becomes an absolute a braveheart scene yeah basically it's like it's like game of thrones it's out madness there. so photo skin tight scotty pippen jersey loser has to do it loser has to do it can i just tell you my concern sure. with um so i briefly looked at this game you've got nba live 98 the other day okay when you when we were talking about it reggie miller i think had a f- Free throw rating of 55. One of the, the the ninth best free throw shooter of all time. And Dennis Rodman had one of 94. So here's the thing. Hmm. I am going to use NBA 2K20, or if NBA 2K21 is out, I'm going to look at their all-time player stats, and I'm going to adjust them in NBA Live 98. Okay, well, we'll figure that out when we get to because Reggie Miller, famously, and Charles Barkley aren't on any NBA 2K games. Well, I'm games. sure we can agree on that okay. as, a, as a gentleman's wager. We will Assuming we have Charles Barkley, Sir Charles... So here's the thing. Uh, as always, we like to go back and look at last week and see, did we learn anything from our, our mistakes or something we, we thought we knew about, but we checked after? Last week, I went first. I've got two. I've got two as well. Okay. Uh, first one. Okay, let's hear it. Uh, do you remember I, I was talking about Andre Miller? We, he comes up every week. <laughs> yes, I know who <laughs> to Andre be honest, Miller is. If you're a fan of Andre Miller, <laughs> Will Perdue. God. <laughs> or or Vin Baker, you're gonna love this every show. week. No, um, but he was my yeah. He was the one I brought up last week because I didn't realize he played on the Spurs, and I alluded to how good would it be if he had played on the Spurs. And then after that, I kind of said that I thought he was related to a guy who played on the M1 Escalade. Yeah, big right. guy on the Escalade. I got it completely wrong. Oh, it, it wasn't Andre Miller. It was Mark Jackson. And I think that I've confused them in my head because they're quite similar point guards. Mark they're, Jackson, the Warriors coach? The ex-Warriors Hand coach. Hand down, man down. Hand down, man down. They're both kind of point guards that would try and post up their whoever's guarding them as soon as they cross the halfway line, if they could. They, you know, neither of them really relied on a three-point shot. They, were, they both, I guess, rank... 
I mean, I'd be surprised. I haven't checked, but I'd be surprised if they weren't both top ten in assists all time. They're 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 they're, they're similar for me. They're a similar kind of player, and I think that's why I got confused. So yeah, Escalade was actually Mark Jackson, or is I don't know. I think Escalade passed away actually, but I think he is Mark Jackson's brother. How about that? Not Andre Miller's cousin. So uh, yeah, well, you were close. Thing. He was an NBA family yeah. member of someone. Yeah. So good job. <laughs> Thanks. Here's what I got. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Um, we talked about coaches that had also played for their previous team. And we knew Magic Johnson was a player coach or Bill Russell, things of that nature. Yeah, who was the, specifically, we talked about, oh, Tyrone Corbin, who right. was after Jerry Sloan. He was, yeah, yeah. Speaking of, Jerry Sloan also coached for the team he played for, and it wasn't the Jazz, it was the Chicago Bulls. Yeah, he was a good player. Right. Here's another one, and this one's kind of close to my heart. Vin the Baker Baker is now an assistant coach for the Bucks. Now? Right now. I thought he was working at Starbucks. He's done with that old bag. Okay. He's Since 2018, he's been an assistant coach in Milwaukee. No way. I had yeah. no idea. And, you know, I remember on episode one, I I guess you could say I was hard on Vin Baker. You were. I, I felt you were a little unfair on Vin Baker. I love Vin Baker. Okay. He's my favorite NBA player of the all time. The man has his own Jordan shoe. That's what I'm <laughs> going to leave it at that. you got to be pretty good. I think that Vin the Baker Baker, that nickname's what sold me the most. See, even now, I feel like you're not that happy with your team. Let's just recap. You've no, got... wait, wait, wait. That's coming up later. Okay. okay. I'm going to mention that in a minute. Um, and the last one is Jason Kidd, of course, famously played for the Nets. And he also coached for them briefly before he, being canned. Do you remember the whole incident with him with the uh, the drink? Did you oh, see that? Oh, that was bad. And he got someone to bump into him to knock it to get a delay of game. That kind was of pretty embarrassing. Yeah, yeah. So you're right. Yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah, A true player. Pete player. If only I could have Jason Kidd. <laughs> so what was the second thing you learned? And if anybody has any other famous examples of coaches who played or, yeah, who played for that team, let us know. Yeah, please let us know. Um, my one, well... If you look to your left, Peter, you can see all the cards from last week. Oh, yeah, I've got, I got my them stack right here. there. If you could pass them this way. Oh. Do you remember Harvey Grant? Yes. Take another look at Harvey. At one point, I think I asked you, does he look like Horace Grant? They got a similar name. It's true, they do. Take another look. <laughs> does identical twin Harvey Grant look a little bit like Horace? I'll be honest, my buddy Chris. He immediately messaged me and said, how did you not know that these are twin brothers? I genuinely didn't know either. You know what? It's crazy. I did know this. I swear I knew this. With the goggles. He doesn't have the goggles. If he had the goggles. You're right. I feel they'd they'd be a more famous kind of duo. You know, people would know them. The goggles brothers. Yeah. But I also said last week that Horace um, had a couple of sons who played in the NBA. Yeah. Yeah, Um, he did. And no, sorry, that's Harvey's. So, oh, sons. So it's his twin brother's sons. Correct. And one of them played for the Bulls. Yeah, and, Jer- was- uh, and OKC. Yeah, they played against each other. I remember. I remember watching that. And Harvey Grant. We said he had decent numbers for a couple of years. He um, obviously not as good as Horace, but well, actually, or numbers Miller. wise, they're probably better. Um, Eighteen points a game for a couple of se- three seasons in a row when he was at the Bullets. So, yeah, obviously a good player, but not as famous as his brother. Here's the other thing I got. I had some I had some personal feedback from some friends. Here's a couple of examples. You twit, you talentless hack. Well done, stupid. And they had comments about the podcast. That's my big joke. Okay, oh, so okay. <laughs> I was hoping you'd laugh at that. Yeah, okay. Anyway, they also said that Were I- you were you toning it down as well? 
Yes, I, I made it PG. I don't think any of your friends called you a twit. I have the. I, I can show you the receipt. It's right there. He a called twit? me a twit. Okay. I hadn't heard that in 10 years. Um, the thing is, a lot of people are kind of down on me saying, it's over. He's got Miller and Hardaway. It's all done. You're you got, done. You got a good team, man. That's my point. This is week three. Or it was. This is week four now. But I mean, we've only drafted three players. There's 12 weeks in this season. And you've got three All-Stars. You haven't got bad players. No, I, I, I dread to think what would happen if you got an actual bad player. You, I, I wouldn't see you the next week. I think no, you're you, just... see, that's the, that's the big misconception. I'm not quitting. Okay. I'm defiant in the fact that I know I, not only will I beat you. Oh, here we go. Okay. Not only will I crush you under my boot, but I feel confident going forward that I still have a serviceable three players that I've already drafted. It's not over, everybody. Quit throwing dirt on me. All my friends already abandoned me. Was it when I got Reggie Miller or even before then? Well, my friends abandoned me after middle school. But, <laughs> I mean, in context of this show, it was after Reggie Miller. Would your friends abandoning you coincide with the end of the Shack Pack? I think me singing the Shack Pack was what really did me in. But I think that we still got a lot of ball to play. We got a lot. And you know what? There has never been a sport or an era where there's been a more single dominant player. And can you imagine what that would do to the team? You could you could go nine weeks with having an inferior player every time. If you've got Michael Jordan on your team, that immediately, that, that could turn the whole it thing could. around. And so now, uh, as I, a new thing I want to say every week, to the packs! Not just yet. Oh God! Because I just want to, I just want to ask our audience one thing. Okay, go ahead. So we're just talking then about my my first ever jersey, Scotty Pippen jersey. Have you ever owned an NBA jersey? Uh, how first? How dare you? Um, no, I have not. By the time you listen to this, we will have a post on Instagram asking, uh, what is your most obscure NBA jersey? I think mine. Uh, I got a lot of weird ones. Uh, I I don't know. I but I was thinking about what my absolute bizarrest jersey is and i have a mcdonald it's not even an nba jersey it's a mcdonald's all-american high school Corey maggetti jersey maggetti yeah wow and it might have been the one he actually wore because it's huge and i don't think they would make like replicas of those would they i don't know how i got it it was probably from like genuinely i can't remember how that came into my possession it might have been on a trip somewhere it might have been a teammate it might have been a i might have bought it on ebay i genuinely can't remember i've had it since i was about I don't know, late teens. Uh, but I have a massive McDonald's All-American Corey McKenna jersey. So my question is, do you have, what's the most obscure NBA jersey you own? Um, by the time you're listening to this, we'll have a post of NBA obscure jerseys on our Instagram account. So uh, yeah, please comment away. And you know what? I'm feeling generous, Pete. Well, no. you. I'm, I'm feeling generous. How dare you? We need 24 packs to do this challenge. We're doing 12 packs each. Yeah. There are 30 in that box. There are. I say we send one to whoever has the most obscure jersey. How about that? Well, I wanted the extra packs. I know. And you're going to send and them? It's a, and it's a constant battle each week for me to stop you opening them on your way out. But... So you're saying most obscure jersey wins a pack of cards. Yeah, sure. We'll send them to wherever you are in the world. Sounds good. Probably Kansas or Essex. <laughs> I'm not sure yeah. But yeah. I like this idea. Let's do right. it. So yeah, Most look obscure now. jersey wins. If you're listening to this now, there is a po- probably the latest post on our Instagram account, Magic on the Blacktop. What is your most obscure NBA jersey? All right, now give me the quote. To the packs. Okay. All right. Now, look, I, I'm... I think I'm it's your like, choice. I'm going... No, we junk in this shit, oh, don't yeah, we? Oh, of course we do. Sai good junk in. Boy, I go show... I got the win, baby. There you go. We are starting off the right way. Things are turning right. around for well, Team Pete. Team Pete is going right here. Booyakasha. 
All right, so it's finally time for me to catch up. Sorry, can I just show you the first card? Can no, I just show, no, can I please, okay, let me just see the egg. first card. It's fucking Harvey Grant. Damn it. Is that mine? That is yours. Well, I have some interesting knowledge about Harvey. What would that be? Identical twin brother of Horace. Really? Did you know that? <laughs> they look kind of similar. And uh, two of his sons played in the NBA. Okay. As always, we don't look at the other cards. We look at our, just the one. Uh-oh. You look confused. I couldn't open the pack. It's okay. forever. That <laughs> has nothing to do with the player. Okay. What do you know about Harvey? I just... What He's... else do you know? Have you got any, any other facts? Well, no. I mean, like, look, Harvey Grant... You said he you had a, not only commendable numbers, but was arguably better than his brother. I won't go that far, but because, but again, I don't know. You could make a case. The numbers he had were very, very good. Horace Grant was a great player. Let's get out of the way. He, I feel like he gets maybe um, not as much credit as he does because he played with Jordan and Pippin. But he, he was even at Orlando, I don't know, he man. was good. He I feel good. like I feel like most people when I grew up knew Horace Grant, yeah. and he was well liked. He was cool. That's a good and he's point, not yeah. even on the card. It's, we're talking about Harvey. Sorry, yeah. Well, Who that, I'm not sums, drafting. that sums up Harvey Grant that we're talking about his brother when it uh, comes to. So, shall we? I guess we've, we've spoken can about I, Can Harvey I at least Grant. know what position he was? Yeah, he was a forward. Okay. He, well, he's, a, he's, a, he's an identical twin to his brother. Well, I... so, so, he's a point guard. What do you, think? <laughs> well, you know, when they were playing in the, the, the driveway, maybe one was like, I'll be point and I'll be forward. Yeah. And, okay. Oh, yeah, point guard Harvey Grant. Now, uh, it's hard for me to read this because it, it blends in with the background. You got an Orlando Magic guard forward, Dennis Scott. Yeah, 3D. Yep. Yeah, well, great three-point shooter. Yes, and he looks cool, man. Yeah, he's, he's, an, he's a... He would just drop 40 in a game sometimes. So that Orlando team brings back really good memories of me because that was right when I was getting into basketball. Um, you know, I, I didn't pick up a basketball. In England, it's not overly popular, but I didn't pick up a basketball until I was 11 years old. And that was about the time Shaq came into the league. So that who or, uh, that <laughs> Orlando team, Nick Anderson, who I know you love. Oh yeah, Nick Anderson. Um, you have obscene hatred for Nick Anderson. I, I have an know. obscene hatred for I think eighty percent of the NBA. Doug players. Christie is another one, oh, which I let's, let's get to the bottom of that another time. But um, Nick Anderson, Penny Hardaway, Shaquille O'Neal, Dennis Scott. What a well-balanced team. What a gr- I, I, I really that was and that was probably my second jersey actually the pinstripe blue yeah, Shaquille, Shaquille O'Neal jersey yeah that was my second ever jersey but I my first trip to America as a child 11 years old was Orlando so it was Shaq fever it was his rookie season in Orlando and this just brings back really really good memories of them so Dennis Scott yeah a, a, an amazing three point shooter and he's just a cool player and like it's neat I'm glad we're I, I feel like the first few weeks we were only drafting like Warriors and Blazers it's good to see some some magic players before you draft that, to the fridge. Okay. That's the other thing I wanted to say, is to the fridge. It's like my new thing. And, uh, how, how much was the bottle of beer you just bought? It was $18. $18, but we're going with the German specialty here. This is a smoked beer. That's not the $18 one. No, this was this was not $18. How much was this one? It was like 10 Did some random guy give it to you outside? <laughs> yeah, he, I don't know. I want you to smell this. Okay. Smell that guy. Pete, just to clarify, Pete's giving me his beer at the moment. It smells like... It smells like smoked cheese. Yo, give me that back. <laughs> uh, if I could pronounce the Akshlechtera Robaker, I would. 
This is my favorite beer on earth. Detlef Schrempf is absolutely <laughs> He's raging American, right by the way. Now. You insulted him the other day. He, he was he, he has dual in, citizenship. Yeah, but he grew up in Germany. What's my next card? And it better not be Detlef. Uh, it's not Detlef, but it is a player we've already had. So this might come you up. You mean a, a, a player I cannot draft? No, one that I turned down. Oh, Craig Elo. No, um, Syracuse stud, not Ronnie Cycli, the other one. Do you the remember? one who showed up to the Jim Beheim's not Jim Beheim camp? No, he didn't show up. No one showed up to that. Just let me know who he is. I think, Just tell me. I think my I was the best player who showed up. No, no, no. I'm going to cut that. Um, it's Billy Owens. Do you remember him? Yep. We just It was last week. Yeah. Do you remember him? <laughs> no. <Okay. laughs> I was hoping there wasn't a follow-up. Um, it wasn't enough to discuss in the things we learned last week, but I did learn that Billy Owens, when he was coming out of high school, it was him and Alonzo Mourning who were like both kind of considered the best players big men in that draft like him back and back so he obviously had a great uh high school career he had a great career at syracuse i mean his nba career wasn't bad we're we're looking at this he's only been in the league four years and he averaged 15 points a game with highs of 30 so yeah yeah, he's a bit so you know what's interesting i've been i've been kind of looking up just the people we drafted right or sometimes and a lot of the guys that we like were amazing in college like three-time mac player of the year or all these great statistics, yeah. but their career just never took off. Well, you, it's a different beast to, to make it in the NBA. I mean, there are countless players that have been... I think it's the most... Would you agree it's the most difficult sport to make it into the pros in the world, besides maybe football? Not American football, soccer. I Yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's a game that's just played globally now. It's a game that doesn't take much and to the actually be able to are play. And so small. It, yeah, exactly. And everyone's got that goal to make it to the NBA. So, yeah, I mean, it goes without saying. I think it's just not impossible. So, yeah, anyway. Billy, Billy Owens. Owens. I'm glad to see him back, though. Never a sad thing to see Billy Owens. Oh, damn it, this one's backwards. Ow, I know this guy. Hey, oh, all right. Time. That's well, a good time. No, it's not. I mean, it's, it's Adam Keefe. Uh, Atlanta Hawks? Maybe. I remember him from where he's at on the card, which is the Jazz. Oh, it's his, like his rookie year, too. Okay, I think he played on the Hawks. After I remember him with the Hawks, unless I remember it completely wrong. Can I see it? Sure. I remember Adam Keefe because they'd be like, subbing in for <laughs> Carl Malone. Adam Keefe. Yeah. Um, this isn't his rookie season. Remember, we discussed this oh, before. Oh, yeah, the they have the dumb are, thing at the... Yeah, these cards... Uh, apologies if we get this wrong occasionally, but uh, these cards <laughs> occasionally. are... Occasionally. <laughs> these cards are a bit odd in that, depending on how much Japanese text there is, it might summarize their seasons into one row <laughs> and some it, it's odd though because some players who have been at the same team for four years it will show four rows some like adam keith who's probably nothing to write home about it will just show one row and just have the number three underneath it so yeah um adam keith yeah big man i know you always say that i'm obsessed with nicknames but i'd like to know if he has one please let me take a look Thank and you. if you i'm sorry about it's taking me a minute to look this up i didn't know i was going to be googling adam keith tonight Ooh, he's got a cool one okay Oh, maybe not. Do you think you're the only person globally tonight who has Googled Adam Keefe nickname? Y- yes. <laughs> okay. But he has a really cool origin. Can I can I get it from his name? No. There's no chance, right? It's not related to his name? It's not. Okay, it's, please, it's tell not even, it, okay. please tell me what it is. Uh, okay. Carl Malone is called the mailman because he always delivers. Less well-known is the Utah Jazz nickname for a reserve forward, Adam Keefe, trash man. The trash man. Why? Because he's always picking up after everyone, including Malone. 
I don't know if that's. Flattering. I think it's because he gets the trash minutes of every game. That's he what plays I thought. So I think it was like an in joke, and they were like, "Oh yeah." And when he got wise to it, they were like, "Oh yeah, Adam." It's. Uh... Listen to this description. It says Keith's ability to latch onto anything, carooming off a rim, an arm, a leg, you name it, and his all-around hustle have made him a mainstay of a revitalized jazz bench. Okay, that's a write-up of a player who's not very good. Yeah. They don't have much to say about him, so it's hustle. That's the main thing you have to focus on, hustle and grit. Still better than Mark Madsen, which my favorite thing of all time is Chick Hearn saying, Ah, mad dog Madsen, he um he carries the other player's luggage up to the hotel room. <laughs> that's a nice thing to and do. And then at the end of his speech, he goes, That's enough. Mark Madsen! <laughs> I wait, wait, wait. Was that when he was like, was that on the like in an actual game like in the stadium? No, that was the Lakers like, championship parade. Oh, okay. Because that sounds like, have you ever seen when Will Ferrell occasionally gets invited to an arena and he calls out the players as they're being called out onto Does the court? Does he say and it, and that's it, enough? He sounds, it sounds like something he would say, like he carries his teammates' bags at the hotel. Anyway, anyway, uh, Adam Keefe, probably not your top choice. Well, I'd hope not. Well, no, I got Dennis Scott, but so. I'm happy that I was able to. Well, why are you handing out your? Why are you holding out Adam your hand? Keefe what do you want? You wanted oh. to look at it. Oh, sorry, I Give added it back him to, to my me. deck. Uh, but I think that it. I'm glad that I finally had someone. I was like, I know he was a reserve for Carl Malone. There you go. Okay, good for you. Give me I my hope, next spot. I hope he was on the uh, Hawks. Right. What position would did you want to fill mainly? Starter was the position I was looking for. And of those five starter positions, which one would you... I'd like to have a guard. Point guard? I would love that. One of the best point guards of John all time. John Stockton? Not John Gary Stockton. Gary Payton? Not Gary Payton. But as good as either of those. Really? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I hold him in the same regard. Absolutely. Isaiah Thomas? No. Grant Hill, Penny Hardaway. Grant Hill wasn't a point, a point guard. guard. But his co-rookie of the year, Jason Kidd, was... Who is it? It's Jason Kidd. It's Jason Kidd. Ooh, yes. It's taken four weeks, but you've got a good cast. That's a great player. That is. Let me uh, let it's me kid. say this. I've never been a Jason Kidd fan ever. That's I fair actually enough. dislike him. I know he's great. He's like the triple double. I was going to say, but you got to appreciate him as a player. Are you kidding me? That guy. He yeah. He was um, obviously great coming out of California. Of course. And uh, <laughs> I did not know that. I would definitely. I would. I would have him above Tim Hardaway. So. Oh, absolutely. If you put Tim Hardaway... All right, Hardaway... All right calm down. <laughs> I was trying to be nice then. You're like, yeah, your team's a piece of shit. <laughs> Look, I'm just happy. I, you know, I wish it was Stock or Peyton. Well, you know, there are ample opportunities to draft those people. But you get two point guards. And you get two wild cards, so Ooh, who knows? That's four point guards if there I really wanted it. So I am ex- very excited to have a great player out of the way early. This is also my favorite back of any card I've ever seen. No, we've had some good ones. Let me take a look. Well, this is Jason Kidd sitting next to a guy wearing a Jason Kidd mask. There are three Jason Kidds on that card. He looks bemused by it. So this was... Hold on, let's just have a look. So this would have been his uh, second season in the league where he got Rookie of the Year, well, co-Rookie of the Year, famously with uh, Grant Hill the first year. Oh, that was your question. Okay, yeah. I understand now. It wasn't my question. Just a point. But... 38 was his high in his rookie season. But yeah, you got to be happy with that. I'm extremely happy. Despite my initial dislike for the player as like a fan, of course, I'm thrilled to have him on a, a member as the Blockers. Now, I actually know your next player's nickname. I listen to a radio show to this day that's still syndicated nationally across the United States. It's can, the Jim Rome Show. You don't I? know who he is. So Jim Rome famously gave him a nickname on air, like in an interview. And the guy was like, uh... 
Was it his but, show where two guys like famously had a fight? And that he, was him. They and he was like, I'm going to keep calling you. Yeah, that yeah. was Jim Rome. Okay, so it I was know Jim he's... Everett, the quarterback, and he says... And he's like, I bet you're not going to call me that again. He says, so... bet you won't. And he goes, bet you I will. And in three, two, one, Chris. And then he got his ass beat right then and there. Okay. Anyway, he gave this guy a nickname in an interview, and the guy said, you can have their own nickname, and he still calls him. I'll tell you the nickname. Van Smack. Because all the smack talk that okay. he talks. Okay, is it Nick the Quick? Nick the Quick. Okay. Nick Van Exel. I, um, yeah, great. Uh, oh, that's a tough one for me. Nick Quick, Nick the Quick, or Dennis Scott. That is I think you got to go Nick the Quick. I, I don't mean, know. Really? Nick the Quick, man, he's only been in the league for two years. He threw yeah. 40 on one game. Yeah, yeah, he was very good. He, on that same Lakers team, we had Eddie Jones last week. Love Eddie. Love Eddie. I, 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 I yeah, it was tough for me because I had three players I really, really liked last week. If I, I bought you an Eddie Jones jersey, would you be like, thank you? Well, yeah. If you bought me any jersey, I'd like to say <laughs> I'd like to think I'd say thank you. You don't know Ian. He never says. Anyway, okay. what do you think about what do you know about Nick Van Exel? I know him as Nick the Quick. I didn't know he had another Nick. What was Van it? Van Smack. Okay, and he didn't like that. We gave it back to Jim Rome, who's now still called to this day Van Smack. Oh, really? I feel like Jim Rome's um, approach to interviews isn't the best because the two instances I've heard of yeah, him doing which things, is, which is insane because he's the best interviewer of sports players today like uh, absolutely he learned from his transgressions but anyway yeah. van smack's a cool nickname yeah i'd rather have that than nick the quick yeah i agree so you're looking at dennis scott or nick van exel that's a tough that is a tough one for me i'm trying to think but see i need forwards this well, is he's I, a stretch the I, Derek scott is a guard forward dennis i i think um yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay but i i think i know it's it's early and I've got a whole bench. It's week four. So if you get a really clear cut point. But I'm the thing that bothers me is there are so many good point guards in this generation. Is there really? Yeah. I haven't seen because I told you my them. two players I want more than anything are both point guards. There's John Stockton. There's Gary Payton. There's Jason Kidd. Yeah. So I think I'm really looking for a forward. It might be too early to look for a certain position, but it might be Dennis Scott. Could Well, you've still got lots of cards yeah, left, man. Okay, All okay. right. Is that, am I next already? Yeah. Who's going to challenge Jason Kidd from the blockers? Uh, yeah, sorry, it's a player I'm not familiar with, so straight off the bat. No way. You, you don't got Jason know... Kidd. You can relax. You, no, no, you don't no. Need to worry but if you don't know the player, this is bad. Well, like I said, from this era, I'm not, I don't think I'm, I've been lucky so far with the cards. Um, I, yeah, uh, Mitchell Butler. Your blank expression <laughs> confirms what I suspected. Mitchell Butler? Mitchell Butler. Second year in the league. Uh, average about eight points a game. UCLA. Yeah, hey, that's a... Wait, Mitchell Butler. Mitchell Butler. Let me tell you what I know about Mitchell Butler. He was a former NBA basketball player. 6'5", 210. And his career highlights, CBA champion in 2003... CBA. And third team parade all American. Can I tell you an interesting fact? My friend's dad was once the first pick in the CBA draft. How about that? Wow, that's pretty awesome. That's pretty cool, right? Can I tell you something about uh, Mitchell Butler? Please do, because I don't know anything. He appeared in the 1994 movie Blue Chips. What? There you go. Who didn't from this era appear, appear in Blue Chips? That might be reason enough for him to challenge Jason Kidd, in my opinion. <laughs> um, yeah, Mitchell Butler. He looks nice. Looks like a happy guy. Yeah. He, oh, he's a Bullets. Yeah, he's at the Washington Rest Bullets. Rest in peace, the Bullets. No longer a team. No, unfortunately not. I like the... What do you think of their uniform? This one? Yeah, Bullets. I oh, love the Bullets. Yeah, me too. That logo. It's, yeah. It screams of a different era, doesn't it? I think that, like, I understand why they changed it, but I kind of wish it 
I, I think the Wizards is a downgrade. Absolutely. Why Wizards can't we just live in a world where the bullets don't mean death? Because Gilbert Arenas brings guns to practice. Gun. Yeah, that's that's why, why we can't live in that kind of world, okay? <laughs> kind of forgot about that. He brought some bullets. All right. I'm glad I got Mitchell Butler. This Look, if we can just have the rest of the cards be an, an easy decision, I'm cool with that. We can just... So you like the easy decision. Mitchell Butler's an easy decision. No, I mean Jason Kidd's my choice right now. Okay, but this is an easy... No. Well, yeah. I mean, he yeah. averaged like 5.2. So you want the easy decisions, okay? No, I don't want easy decisions. I just don't... Anyway, your next guy is going to challenge a couple of your, your guys for a starting position. I actually know this player. Big surprise. He's a center for the Blazers. Is it Kevin Willis? It's Chris Dudley. <laughs> Who doesn't hate him? What's your favorite Chris Dudley moment? There are many to choose from, obviously, but if you could narrow I it down to him one. him fouling out in every game I've ever watched, <laughs> it was probably my favorite. Was it him who Shaq threw the ball at? No, no, sorry. Was it him who Shaq dunked on, threw to the ground, and then Dudley got up and threw the ball at him? Do you remember that? Have you never no, seen but that we're going to have to do some research on that. I, can, you know what? Can I get your reaction watching yeah, that yeah, on the show? Hold on. If you edit this out, and I apologize. No. Okay, we're gonna. I'm gonna set this up right now. Hold on. Okay, anyone, if you get the chance, just search for. It, it, it was Shaq, Shaq Chris Dudley. This is why I remember Chris Dudley most because it is genuinely one of the most disrespectful moments in NBA history. Uh, I'm gonna let you watch it first, Pete, to okay. get your reaction. Um, sound on. Keep the sound on. I want to hear the sound. Yeah. Okay. Of course. Here we go. Absolute oh, Shaq attack. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> It's so bad. Who is the man that can jam over Chris Dudley? Chris Dudley didn't get enough Shaq packs, clearly. Well, I think you got plenty right there. You got a Shaq pack right in his face. So for me, Chris Dudley will forever be known as the guy who got thrown to the ground like a ragdoll by Shaquille O'Neal. Well, for me, Chris Dudley will always be the man who got thrown to the ground by Shaquille O'Neal and ragdoll. That was sick. That's similar to what I said if you were trying to repeat it. I know it was. Um, I was just repeating you. Because you've changed my opinion of CD. Uh, Chris Dudley, yeah, no, can you tell me a bit about his numbers? Sure. He got dunked on by Shaq and then chucked a ball at his back. <laughs> Does it say that in Japanese? <laughs> <Back of> course. <laughs> no, he was playing for the Blazers at this point. On this one, he was the Knicks. Yeah. Um, it's strange. I feel He started with the Nets and he had like just a real, uh, no offense to Chris Dudley, a middling career of average points and rebounds. Yeah. Never really established himself, and I think he got a chip on his shoulder. Where did he go to school? Last question on Chris. What's that? Where did he go to university? Erudai. Erudai? That's what it says, man. It does say Erudai. Let's, Is that on. Air Force? Yeah, yeah, that's what I was thinking, too. If it's Air Force, good job on me for deciphering that crap. He went to Yale. That's Erudu? Erudu? <laughs> How are we so shit at Japanese? <laughs> That's not Yale. That's Edu. Hold on, let me see. That's Edu. Edu Daigaku. Yeah, Edu. That's not Yale. <laughs> they butchered it. Yeah, well, you're right. Hey, props to Chris Dudley, but you know, going to Yale, you should have a cooler head than throwing a ball at a player. Keep your composure. Do you think he has a nickname? Do you think Shaq christened him a nickname? Yeah, the, the Chris Pack? the Dud Dudley. Oh. oh, Chris Duncan Dudley. Can I just read a little bit from his Wikipedia page? Yes. Chris Dudley is an American retired basketball player. He actually retired that game. <laughs> <laughs> no, he did not. <laughs> um, okay, he played 886 games across 16 seasons. I mean, fair play. Being fair in the play league to you, for 16, buddy. 16 seasons. 
he was a journeyman centre. He was known primarily for his defensive skill as a rebounder and shot blocker. Hold on. I'm just looking at his page now on Wikipedia. This might change everything. Okay, let's hear CD. He was a recipient of the NBA's J. Walter Kennedy Citizenship Award in 1996. Wow. And USA Today's Most Caring Athlete in 1997. Would that get him on your team? Over Jason Kidd, the least caring person on the... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> let's not get into jason right, kidd's personal saying, life nor should we get into nick van exel's personal life or even chris dudley's we're, we're judging people on the court so yeah. even be chris dudley i think we've given more time to him than we did to well, he's freaking... the most caring athlete in 97 i don't care about he didn't him look at that all. caring when he was throwing the ball at the back of his <laughs> head but understandably so get him out of here um, okay. what's my next card your next card challenge me so you said you wanted an easy decision i did I can give you the easiest decision you've ever had. All right. You ready? Yeah. It's Mitchell Butler again. Seriously, what the hell is up with these two cards back to back? We had it last week with Sarunas. Look, here we go. Wait, was Mitchell Butler? Yeah, he was. It was literally two minutes ago. Look at that. Back to back. Ah, well. I don't like this from Upper Deck. I don't mind it. Did you not grow up with trading cards? Yeah, but I feel like I didn't have the same in the same pack. Here's what they did, man. It's a big conspiracy from Don Russ. They just stuffed those packs with like all the lower tier players and the Jordans and the Reggie Millers. Those are your rare ones. I know you're saying this to mock me because I <laughs> on, on, on week one I said Don Russ and you were like oh, Don Russ. Yeah. <laughs> However, it turned out that there was pretty we close did a little to Don research. Russ. Yeah, <laughs> and wasn't it a Mr. Donald Russ who started that? Kind no, of it was two people. It was like Donald and Russell or something, and they combined them. But yes. Anyway, um, Mitchell Butler is not overtaking Jason Kidd. However, <laughs> I may have your starter right here in my hands. See, my deck hasn't been that bad. There's been no superstars yet, but they've all been pretty good. Chris Dudley aside, they've all been pretty good. It's true. So I'm intrigued. Well, I, I, I don't think it's a, it's a bad card, this next guy, okay? Well, at least I remember him. It's Mr. Eric Mobley. I'm very disappointed. Is that a bad player? <laughs> well, the way you built him up. Well, he, oh wait, he's sh- shit. <laughs> You're like, I may have a dilemma for you. No, you don't. <laughs> Is he bad? I thought he was good. Why do I know his name? Why do you know his name? Did he know. like fight Greg? Oh, he's a teammate of Vin Baker. Okay. Well, Eric Mobley. Maybe I'm thinking of Katina Mobley or something. Somebody. Cat? Yeah, I'd love the cat on my team. Yeah, this is a mistake on my behalf. Okay. The cat wasn't in this era, unfortunately. Well, what do you know about Mr. Eric Mobley? That he's not Cat Mobley. And Moving on to my draft pick. No, we should. Um, we should. We should. He was a fourth team parade All American. I think I was fifth team. <laughs> <laughs> he had 440 points total. His I think career? Reggie Miller scored that in, in his, one game. Uh, in his career. <laughs> He had 351 rebounds. Whoa, 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 wait. 400 is his career this total? Is, it's not a game. He's not Wilt Chamberlain. No, it could be a season, though. This is a career. And this is a guy who you said might might challenge <laughs> my choice of my selection. Is Dennis Scott, who won the leading all-time three-point scorers, or a guy who scored 400 <laughs> points once. All right, all right. I screwed it up. Listen to this. Mobley appeared in 113 games, averaged 3.9 points, 3.1 rebounds, uh, half an assist. Yeah, but just stop all it. Right. Just stop it. Just stop it. All right, all right. All right. I'm not even going to search if he's got a nickname because he clearly doesn't. He he does not. Can you just tell me who my next guy is? He has a trading card, and that's more than you do. All right? So don't be so hard on Eric Mobley, who I thought was Katina. Well, you got a good point. Yeah, fair enough. Um, so your next player. Yeah. What do I got? Well, you got a very good player. Oh. I'm going to be honest with you. He's not Jason Kidgood. 
but it's few it, are to be fair few are Future very very few are yeah yeah he's, he's probably in the hall of fame isn't he i don't know i think there's a weight limit but yeah maybe he is already okay um but i uh, you've got uh, probably a player with the coolest nickname a coolest nickname i would say so better than sarunas marshallonis quicksilver what what tv personality this is going back to kind of the 80s 70s usa Who's the coolest person on TV? The coolest person, Arsenio Hall. No, he's very cool, but not him. No, but even before that, Happy Days. The Fonz. You've got the Fonz. LaFonzo Ellis. You've got LaFonzo Ellis. LaFonzo Ellis, baby. There you go. That's uh, ordinarily. That's a great pick. That would be probably your choice. Absolutely. If, he, if I could have him in maybe my first two weeks, he might actually make the cut over Vin the Baker Baker or uh, yeah. Detlef. Yeah. So at this point, he'd been in the league for three seasons. And he'd averaged 15 points a game. So, yeah, good, very good player. Can I see Lafonso? Yeah, you can. Do you, what team do you associate him with? Do you, Can you think of... I thought he played for the Hornets, but I don't think he did. Mm, well, oh, trying... the Nuggets! Yeah, there you go. Specifically, I mean, mainly the bulk of his career, he was at the Denver Nuggets. He was there six years. And then uh, he spent a year at the Hawks, a year at the Timberwolves, a couple of years at Miami. But, um, yeah, it was a very good rookie season. He... It's fascinating. In the back of the card, you'd think they'd put his, fat, his good rookie season... They put his 94-95 season, which is the one that preceded these cards. He played six games. Must have been injured or something. Yeah, probably, yeah. But why would they put that as their stats? Yeah. Well, he had a great rookie career. He was uh, he was fifth pick uh, in 1992. Really? Yeah, and he averaged 14.7 points, according to this. I'm now looking at his page on Wikipedia. Uh, like I said, we don't. most of these players are not worthy of... <laughs> no, that's wrong. Most of these players we don't look up on wikipedia but this is i thought this is a good one to do so so yeah that's a great rookie season 14.7 points 9.1 rebounds 1.4 blocks yeah, wow a double number. double machine yeah he was um he was in the all rookie first team as you'd expect uh so, what a cool name to lafonzo ellis whoa i like your woes your big eyes oh god we this got we got trouble in paradise over here but then you said that about fucking eric mobley yeah that was a big mistake <laughs> yeah. i I'm, i know who this guy is i straightened up on my I won't say chair. I'm sitting on a trash can. <laughs> I've like, given you the nice seat, but okay. This is one of my all-time favorite centers. Period. It's not the admiral. I've got Vladi Divac. You have is Patrick it? Ewing, and unfortunately, it's a hologram. You motherfucker. That's unfair because that's a sick freaking card, and I'm not sending this to any fan or any listener. This is going to my private collection. You monster. Your reaction. <laughs> your reaction gave me hope that I could draft this player. <laughs> I know I did. You don't give that kind of reaction to an insert. We know the rules. I mean, that, that they're unspoken did I break rules. The rule? You did. Are you going to chuck the ball at me like Chris Dudley? You got to admit, if you could draft Patrick Ewing, there's no doubt that you would. Look at that card. I muffed it up with my fingers already. Wow. We didn't get a hologram last week, so this is a nice return to form. God, he's so damn cool. He was so great. So I great. love Patrick Ewing, and yeah. it's a shame he never won a championship. And I don't want would, his career diminished by not having one. Would you rather have? I know David Robinson is your first choice center. Patrick Ewing or Shaq? I'd rather have Patrick Ewing. Would you really? I uh, would. I mean, that's yeah. That's. I mean, he was he was great. Best the, best New York Nick of all time for sure. Um, Amari yeah, Stoudemire is very upset. No, it's not even close. <laughs> He's not even, even listening. It's not even close. I, no, I was kidding, of course. It was a joke. Um, Patrick Ewing to me was more than just a basketball player when I grew up. I just thought he was cool. Like he was somebody, I, and he went to Georgetown, which to me was yeah. like the holiest of college basketball places. Yeah, I guess it, there was a period where Georgetown was the. Uh, do you remember? Uh, we always talk about basketball movies, but Above the Rim 
And the the whole have you seen Above the Rim? It's a great not. movie. It's a very good movie. But it's all about a kid trying to get into Georgetown, basically. And uh, it was about that mid nineties time where I think I feel Does like Does someone yeah. die at the beginning? Of Above the Rim? Yeah. Like one of his friends, like the main guy's friend. Uh yeah, Leon, who was in Cool Runnings. I uh, have seen this movie. This seen. movie's freaking awesome. It's a great movie. It's got Marlon Wayne, it's got Bernie Mac in it as well. And I um, love Bernie Mac. Yeah, yeah. Y'all don't understand. Yeah. I ain't afraid of you. <laughs> And then he said some other thing. Anyway. Yeah, I was going to say, don't go any further yeah, yeah. than that. Bernie but Mac is one of my favorite actors I of all time. I think it might have been his first TV a movie appearance. I would not believe that. He's been a legend from Chicago forever. I think I genuinely, I might be wrong, but I God, think. I love Bernie Mac but, and yeah. Patrick Ewing and all these things. Yeah, and also, obviously, Georgetown, Alan Iverson went there as well. So, yeah, it was. Well, still, I don't know if there's been too many huge players from there recently. Roy Hibbert was. I don't know any since then, really. But, um, yeah, Patrick Ewing. Shame I can't draft him. I'm sorry I did that to you. I feel really bad now. Who's my next card? Okay. It's Mitchell. No. Um, <laughs> you've got Danny Ferry. <laughs> He's not a bad player, actually. What was that little... <laughs> I mean, I'm just surprised. I thought he was out of the league by now for some reason. He's a Cavs player. No, he'd only been in the league five years at that point. Um... Oh. He's definitely more memorable than Eric Mobley, and I knew who that was. Somehow. Yeah, on par with Chris Dudley, I'd say. Is he a center? Uh, forward. Yeah, I thought they were different positions. But Danny Ferry again wearing our favorite mm-hmm. uniform. He was a cavy. There you go. The Cavaliers. I've been practicing that oh, well for done. a week. You didn't, you didn't add four syllables to it. Okay, so one of the most celebrated high what? school high school player. Remember, he went to Duke. Oh, he did. Yeah, and he had a great career at Duke. He went there, and um, I think this is going to make you like him even more. Do you remember in episode one? Yes, I know. Maybe. It was a few weeks ago now, but do you remember we was you? There was a certain team, and you said, "Can you imagine playing for them? Would you just like start hoisting up half court shots to get yourself a trade?" Do you remember who you were talking about? <laughs> I said that. You don't <laughs> um, it was the Clippers you were talking about. Oh, I would do that. Yeah. They were in just the muck. Okay, well, according to Wikipedia, drafted into the NBA in 1989 as a second overall pick. Wow. Ferry played one season in the Italian league after refusing to play for the Los Angeles Clippers. I'm taking Danny Ferry. Sign him. If anybody refused to play the for the Clippers, they're on my team. See you, kid. But he went on to spend the majority of his career with... The Cavaliers. The Cavaliers. The Say again? The, the Cleveland Cavaliers. You've improved. You've been working really on that. I've been practicing. Um, he played from 1990 to 2000. He finished his playing career with the San Antonio Spurs. Yeah, I remember him at the Spurs at the end of his career. Uh, and he won, yeah, he won an NBA championship. With you the know. Spurs? Yeah, yeah. When it was Tim Duncan and... The Admiral. The Admiral, yeah, 2002. Danny Ferry. So it says that he, yeah, he got drafted by the Clippers, didn't want to play there, um, made, his, made a name for himself overseas. He averaged 23 points a game. Um, and six rebounds per game in the 1989-90 season, leading to the Italian, leading his Italian club into the playoffs. The Clippers traded Ferry's rights, as you'd expect if he doesn't want to show up there, uh, on November, uh, along with Reggie Williams to the Cleveland Cavaliers in exchange for high-scoring guard, your favorite player of all time, Craig Elo, Ron Harper. No um, way. And two first-round picks. Wow. It's all interlinked. Cleveland gave up two first-round picks and Ron Harper to take Danny Ferry. To be fair, Danny Ferry had a really good college career. Obviously, good numbers. Italy was a very strong league then. But I'm just curious, why didn't he want to show up to the Clippers? Is I that- can tell you a thousand reasons. What? Donald Sterling. 
What? Okay. Terrible owner. Okay. Do your homework. The okay. Clippers have never ever been a well-run organization, rife with misogyny, racism, and terrible awfulness. It wasn't until just recently, during the Blake Griffin, Chris Paul era, where they finally cleaned that place up and made it attractive. Wow, I had no idea. Like it spanned that long. Like the. It was the, terrible. It was just like a dead zone if you went there. Like the, who was the best player? Lamar Odom kind of thing. Danny Ferry. No. <laughs> well, he didn't even show up. So. No, I mean the Clippers always had some like they did. They have like Corey Maggette and Elton Brand. McDonald's All American Corey Maggette. Yeah. yeah, I think, I think they had Elton there. Brand. And, Elton Brand and uh, Darius Darius Miles. Miles. Yeah, and um, Quinn Richardson. They did that thing with the. Yeah, my favorite thing. They pull out the antennas. <laughs> no one can see our stupid gestures. Okay, we're tapping our heads. We're with tapping our, fists. our hands with two fists, and uh, you're pulling out the antennas because we have a secret connection. Is that what it was? That's what I heard. That's what it was when I grew up. Wow, that's very And if cool. you made a three and you pass it to me, I'd look at you and I'd do the thing. Should we do that every time we have a good anecdote? I don't on this think we've show? ever had a good anecdote. Oh, so true. yes, let's we add can it. Hope. We can hope. Um, Danny Ferry. Danny Ferry, not bad, not being overtaken by Jason Kidd. However, if I was given Anthony Bowie a run for his money against JK, what do you think about Anthony Bowie? He's a magic player. Mm. He's a guard, mm. which you're weak on right now with mm-hmm. Reggie Miller and Tim Hardaway. Mm-hmm. Not doing it for you. All right, all right. That's cool, man. He, may, I, may I see he, the card, please? Sure. Can I? He seemed like a serviceable player. Can I do my cool thing where I wow. where I mention all of his career history? Can I just say though, he once had fourteen blocks in a game in a season. Oh, get him out of my fucking face! <laughs> Ouch. Sorry, you're in my face. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> Why would you do that? Why would you throw a card in my eye? Because it's Anthony Bowie. He doesn't deserve. I'm sorry. That that went a bit too close to your eye. <laughs> Jesus. You've attacked me. Isn't there a penalty? Do you have to subtract a player from your team? Yeah. My penalty is I'm not allowed to draft Anthony Bowie. <laughs> God, my face. My only moneymaker. Your only face. <laughs> you bastard. Can I give you his uh, rundown? If you must. Okay. He was a journeyman. Believe it or not. No, no shit. <laughs> he was a player for the Quad City Thunder, the San Antonio Spurs, the Houston Rockets, the Ranger of Arese, Quad City Thunder, Orlando Magic, Olympia Milano, New York Knicks, Zalgrias Canas, Eak Athens, Aristotelis Laniki, Fortuna Bologna, Near East, and the Ural Great. Didn't make it onto the Kansas. No. What are they didn't. called? The Kings? Chiefs? The Whatever. Kings Chiefs. <laughs> what are they called? <laughs> they're, uh, there's the... The Kansas City Royals, Na- right? No, that's the baseball team. What was your basketball team? The Knights? The Knights, yeah. Yeah. He didn't make it to the Kansas City Knights. Okay. But he did make it to the Near East, which I find fascinating. And the near, my the near, That's freaking, a team? The Near East? Yeah, my face hurts. Not the Far East. No, it's the Near East. What is the Near East? I've never heard of that. Is that a- I haven't either. I think they made a... The, the Near East is one of the oldest professional basketball clubs in Greece. Oh, okay. It was founded in 1927. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Dang, his career was not the best, but it was better than my injured face when you threw a card at it, you idiot. I'll be honest with you, I feel bad for throwing a card in your face because I picked it up. Why are you looking on the floor? I picked okay. it up. It's on the desk. <laughs> Can't um, see well. <laughs> um, that did help, though. That did help with the disappointment of getting Anthony Bowie. Who do I, was I, like, got? I was like that guy from X-Men. I don't know X-Men. Gambit, you I moron. Like, I was like Gambit. Yeah, you were. Are you, you bleeding? I think the corner got you in <laughs> You threw a kinetic card at my face. Yeah, sorry about that. Um, oh, trick card. 
You have got a good player again. It's not uh, Walt Williams. Do you know much about Walt Williams? I know the name for sure. Walt Williams, the wizard. <laughs> or if it was the bullet, would it be cooler? Yeah, that'd be way cooler. Yeah, but it's the wizard, unfortunately. My, can you picture Walt Williams? Did anything drafted by the Kings? So okay, so I care- already hate him. So be careful because your friend likes the Kings. I don't care about my friend. If he wants me, he knows where to find me. Okay, the Kings. Uh, do you know what I picture when I picture Walt Williams? He always wore his socks all the way up to his knees. No way. Yeah, and I think it was um, George Gervin. Oh wow, yeah. the Iceman. The Iceman. I think that was his hero. I remember hearing it, and I think that's my hero. There you go. Why don't you wear your socks up to your knees? I tell you what. Maybe you are. I You're wearing <laughs> jeans now. I can't tell. If I lose this Pippin challenge, I will wear my socks to my knees when I go to Shibuya Circle. I think we have to go. Um, I think Shibuya Circle. <laughs> I, I, I think we have to. Uh, yeah, let's, let's do. Let's do the whole deal. Don't go hard, go big or go home. We need the Horace Grant, the Horace Grant goggles. We oh, need the man. Walt Williams oh, yeah, socks, okay. so little, okay. little skinny shorts. There we go, we got it. Um, Walt Williams, really good. Player. He uh, and I, I know a couple of things about Walt Williams. I know that he wears his socks up to his knees. Yeah. I know that um, Maryland, again, it was one of those universities that has kind of dipped in and out of having a huge basketball program, and they're not obviously Steve Francis, the franchise, yeah, the franchise. But do you remember? Len Bias. Of course. Tragic Celtics draft pick. Exactly. And, you know, the best player in the draft going to the best team. What could have been tragically died? Of cocaine or drug overdose. So after that, and I think there was a scandal with the coach. And I know Maryland's program was... And Walt Williams was one of the kind of the names that resurrected the Maryland Terrapins. What a cool name, the Terrapins. I love Maryland. Yeah. One of the uh, Maryland... One of the reasons that it kind of came back into prominence was Walt Williams. Is that, Is that right? Yeah. Sharpshooting big man. You you love to see those. Do you Great remember... Great three-point shooter for, for a big guy. How tall was he? Uh, again, he's easing centimetres. 203 centimetres. That sounds tall, doesn't it? I don't know what that I is. I wish we could, we could tell me that and... In... I wish there was some way, some magical way we could... Hey, Google. Some metric. Hey, Google. What's 203 centimetres in feet and inches? 6-7. Good three-point wow. shooter. Um, yeah, played at the Kings for a long time. I remember him on the Rockets as well. I think he played on a few teams. Well, but, um, I, I mean, yeah. You remember Gary Williams, don't you? He's... Okay, I wonder if I'm the only one, but when I grew up, when I was watching NCAA basketball, hmm. Gary Williams was the coach of the Maryland Terrapins. And to me, he's one of the most famous coaches of that era. I, honestly, my knowledge of NCAA is not great. No, it is not. I don't know him. Well, I'm shocked. So... Would he have been your second pick, probably, Walt Williams? I, I want to wait for the review. I want to see all the players that were okay. mentioned so okay. far. This is your last pick coming up because of the insert of Patrick Ewing that I foolishly... So you're out of cards now. You've got two more inserts off, so your choice is easy anyway. That's Jason Kidd. But you have the plastic man. Oh, Stacey Augerman. Hey, look at yeah, you. There you go. Look at you. What, are you surprised I know that? I am surprised you knew that. Part of the most high-paced, kind of fun-to-watch college team Run I've ever gun, seen just go 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 Larry Johnson Stacey Ogman Stacey Ogman and uh, the announcer played for the Grizzlies uh, his son Cole Anthony's dad uh, Greg Anthony Greg Anthony <laughs> was the point guard on that team uh, and he just ran it just oh man what a fun team to speed. watch that was another similar to um, like the Michigan Fab Five that was another team where you know their kind of starting five rose to prominence and they were just so good and they so maybe we should check out a, a Stacey Ogman highlight reel after oh, we be great. close the show tonight yeah yeah it'll be, it'll be, it'll be really good after uh, we watch the Shaq pack again 
So who are my choices? Stacy Augman can I Don't worry about I, that. We're gonna finish our packs first. May I see the card? Yeah, sure. He might be my choice. No, he won't. I know you. So you've got two inserts. They are both As do you. They are both fun fact cards. No Professor Dunks this week for you. One you're gonna like a lot. One you may not have heard of. <laughs> <laughs> I'll start with that one first. Tyrone Hill. Tyrone Hill. Tyrone Hill. Tyrone Hill. Tyrone Hill. He's a player. Tyrone Hill. Give me some fun facts about Tyrone Hill. Okay, I'm going to read both of them. Well, they're not really two facts, are they? They've just got two sections of text and one... Okay, I'm just going to read it. Okay. Hill was one of 16 players receiving votes for the 1995 Most Improved Player Award. <laughs> one of 16 players? Are you kidding me? Hey, there are only 16 players that get voted in the top 16 players That's for the Most insane. Improved. That's insane! Usually it's like one guy, like Manu Ginobili wins or something. When I told you that, that fact, were you like, Oh, Tyrone Hill! <laughs> Well, he was one of 16 names that flashed through my mind. I don't think he mind. even won it. <laughs> I can't fact. believe that. One but of 16? They made a trading card based around the fact that he was one of 16 people to get voted for most improved player. That seems odd. That means he's number 16. All right. I don't think the other 15 players got cards. <laughs> I think they need... Okay, let me just read his little bio bit here. Hopefully it'll have another fact. Or... A fact. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not considering that a fact. Hopefully it has a fact. <laughs> Ready? Yeah. Uh, earning his first NBA All-Star selection in okay. 95, Hill has demonstrated that the hardworking players do get noticed. In 1994-95, Hill had a breakthrough season, recording NBA career highs in scoring, 13.8 points per game, and rebounding, 10.9 uh, points per game, uh, rebounds per game. He needs just six balls to give him 3,000 career rebounds. So... What a boring card. <laughs> That's a fun fact. That is a terrible fact. Shit. That's a really bad fact, isn't it? One of 16 most improved players. Man, that's tough. Oh. Well, are you ready for your insert? Uh, yeah, always. You got a Professor Dunk, and I have to think it's that there may... not Vin Baker, is it? No. Okay. But I'm starting to think that there was like a union strike this year, and they, <laughs> they had to hire a bunch of like adjunct faculty for the professor Hakeem was dunks. the scab who was like yeah no I'm he staying he was like I'll just stay yeah I'm in sure because I've never heard of this player and I, I don't profess to know a lot about feel, professors do you feel like we've let a lot of our listeners down this week by not knowing I feel okay. like I've been so focused on on okay. Jason Kidd David Benoit yeah David Benoit <laughs> well he's a professor dunk to you uh, no again I think there was some discrepancy between who they could get licenses for to be on this an card. nba slam dunk championship participant <laughs> in 1993 david benoit has developed into an exciting finisher for utah first of all there are no exciting finishers for utah the, the most exciting play that utah runs is a jeff hornacek free throw <laughs> <laughs> and you can put that in the bank all right hold on he stepped up his game to new levels to become one of the team's better all-around players. Now they're just resorting to lying. Which what, I what's think... his fact? They play no, for no, the I Jazz? Say, no, you dummy. This is a Professor Dunk. Not oh, a... sorry. Yeah, How dare right, you? You're right. Can I see it? Sure. He's not even dunking it. He's like looking at the rim thinking, ooh. I'm with you now. I, 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 I thought you were just ill-informed and, and <laughs> didn't know what you were talking about. But I'm with, I think there was a problem getting people to sign up for the Professor Dunk Well, just Dunk don't cards. chuck it at my face, please. Okay. All right, what's my last fun fact? You said this is a player I know. We've got a real card now. All right, a real. Gonna, and it's a, it's, a, it's a player that I can immediately send across to you. 
with a single hand motion. I might not even need to do the hand motion. Just the words hand motion. Shall I stop saying hand motion? Yeah, it's confusing me deeply. <laughs> okay, ready for this? Yeah. Oh, it's the finger wag. It's the finger wag. Welcome to the house of Mutombo. It is the Kimbi Mutombo. Now, if this was a regular card, would that have been a huge dilemma, Jason Kidd to Kimbi Mutombo? Yeah, of course. That's a tough choice. Who would you have gone with, do you think? Mm, well, as you said, the point guard position is very famous, right? Or deep. But I feel in this era, the center was also as deep as it's ever been. That. Oh really? Okay, yeah. that, that's true as well because if like we're talking today's game, there are no centers. Exactly. There's... But see, I have a soft spot for Matumbo because of the quote I just said is like some MTV Cribs thing I watched when I was like in twelfth, twelve years old. Yeah. And he, when they came into the house, he said, "Welcome to the house of Matumbo," and he did the finger wag. What a guy! I love Matumbo. Man, Dikimbe Matumbo, not only a great player, awesome human being. Yeah, he seems that way. If he was in. Um... He was, uh, love that scene. I think it was featured in The Last Dance where him and Jordan are talking to each other and he's like, Mike, you never dunked on me. Come on, Mike, come on. And then it shows you later on that season him just dunking on it and Mike doing the finger wag back to him. Um, but no. that but that little back and forth in the in the changing room, like in that all-star game. Yeah, 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 away, for it, sure. It just seems like... Oh, my right. favorite, there's some clip out there where Mutumba blocks a guy like three times. Hmm. And each time... He wags it every <laughs> single time. And like he blocks him, wags, blocks, wag. But the, each each wag is like really short because the guy gets the rebound. But he still gets like one or two. I mean, when you make that conscious decision to have a signature like action after a move you gotta do it you gotta respect it you gotta you know. <laughs> i just can't believe it's still in the play he's like blocking wag block wag man i love all i have is respect for dikembe mutumbo the centers in this era it's so great what a great era for basketball i know we i don't want to sound like i i love today's game i love the nba i love basketball but man do i miss the old days yeah, you're right. It, you know, it's it. The game has changed, as we said before. It's a three point. You know, even the big men shoot now. It's yeah, completely different. Yeah, I blame game. Sam Perkins as and I do every week or every year. He's or your every... he's your blame for everything. He's big smooth man. You and... were late here today, and you blame Sam Perkins. <laughs> um... It's just I, I hate the three. Yeah, and I love Dikembe. Yeah, I mean there there is a charm to having just big guys who knew their range, who knew they shouldn't move three foot away well, from the basket. Well, just protect the rim and protecting the rim. Yeah. And was I, a, we, I'd probably still take Kidd, to be honest. There's not many yeah, better I mean, floor generals than Jason yeah. Kidd. I mean, there's no lose, there's no wrong answer. I but, think. like, I love Dikembe Mutombo. Do you want to hear his fun facts? I would love to hear You it. would hope these would actually be They've got to be fun. Okay, you ready? Yeah. Dikembe had an NBA season high 11 blocks en route to a triple-double versus Dallas. 11 blocks in a game. Not only 11 blocks in a game. When the triple-double includes a block, that's I'm taking him over Kidd. Amazing. Um, Mutombo registered 321 block shots in 94-95. In a season? In a season. There's only 82 games. 321. Are you kidding this me? This is why he can have a finger wag. He earned it. I mean, you're right. Anybody who... You just showed me the gesture and I immediately yeah. knew. Um, Mutombo registered 321 block shots in 94-95. He was named the 1995 NBA Defensive Player of the Year. Good. Understandably so. Uh, Matumbo also finished second in the league in rebounding, collecting 12.5 points per game. With Matumbo in the middle, Denver surrendered only 100.5 points per game in 94-95, 11th in the NBA. Damn. What a guy. Love him. Mad respect. Do I have one more you insert? You do. To the fridge. Okay. Bow, 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 bow. You know, we talked about Matumbo. We did. 
We also talked about Maggetti and his buddy Quentin Richardson, whose party they witnessed at where? Whose house did they go to? I don't understand that Alonzo sentence. Alonzo Mourning. <laughs> Start again. What? <laughs> whose buddy party house? There's a guy, Quentin. Okay, so from what I can ascertain, because I'm sitting here opposite you, Quentin Richardson <laughs> and, Dar- no, and Darius Miles once went to a house party and the owner of that house was Alonzo Mourning. Is that right? <laughs> I don't think so. Okay. <laughs> uh, I don't know about this house party. Is it like an infamous event? Someone die there or something? No. They had jet skis. At the house? Well, Alonzo Morning's house party, was a, he was a heat player and he got the beach. Oh. But I, so it was Alonzo Morning. Yeah, that was the whole okay. point. Okay. All right. Um revitalizing the charlotte hornets in 94 95 all-stars alonzo morning and larry johnson led the hornets to the 95 nba playoffs morning in particular had a super season tallying team highs of 761 rebounds 225 block shots and a over 500 percent field goal percentage 0.500 i mean Hmm. he didn't shoot like (laughs) it was a different era my friend it was, uh, yeah. Well, Different let me tell era. you this. Judgment Day approaches. Mm. And I would like you to read my cards first sure. because, and remove the inserts, please. Okay. In no- and just to review, we can only choose one player and we are bound to choose within the limitations of positions. That player is on your team then for good. Forever. And he's off the table for the other person. So if you, I, presumably you're going to choose Jason Kidd. I can no longer choose him if he comes up. You had that situation last week. Tim Hardaway and yeah. Purvis Ellison. Yeah. So in no particular order. Okay. Although they might be in order. Harvey Grant, Walt Williams, Danny Ferry, Mitchell Butler, Mitchell Butler, Mitchell Butler, <laughs> Lafonso, the Fonz Ellis, Jason Kidd, Billy Owens. Uh, I think I have to go with the Duke star, Danny. I'm taking Jason Kidd. Mm, yeah, okay. Jason Kidd. Yeah. I've got myself a Hall of Fame point guard. Yeah. How's that feel, buddy? It feels like you've closed the gap a little bit. Everybody wrote Although me off. I think, we're, I think we're right on par now, maybe. No, I think... I think I've just got the edge with Vin the Baker Bay. Okay. <laughs> All right. In no particular order, Van Smack, Nick Van Exel, hmm. Dennis Scott, Adam Keefe, Trash Man, hmm. Stacey Ogman, Plastic Man, hmm. Anthony Bowie, Obscure Man, <laughs> Eric Mobley. Which one did I throw in your face? I was like, that was... Chris Dudley. Okay. That's it. Do you want me to read those again? May I see three cards, please? Sure. Dennis Scott. Thank you. Nick Van Exel. I think you threw Anthony Bowie in my face. And Stacey Augman, please. Well, it's tough. So this is my dilemma, you see. Of these three players, if I was picking the most recognizable player from this era... Stacey Augman. For me. Probably Nick Van Exel as well. They're uh, right at. Nick I would Nick. probably say Nick Van Exel slightly. I don't know why that is. Well, he was in the he was in the Laker, man. However, this is a very. I know it's early days, but I think I need a forward. Can I ask you which positions all three of them play? Nick Van Exel's a guard. Point guard. Yep. The other two are 
guard forwards. And flex positions. Flex positions, so shooting guards more forwards. You got a tough call, man. I think this is the first... Is that, are you throwing that in my face, or are you... Uh, did, I, did it miss? No. So Nick Van Exel's out. Wow, fan smack. The reason the I'm bench. saying this is I've got to think I've got to, I've got to put my GM hat on here. <laughs> I've got a point guard, Tim Hardaway. You do. There are so many good point guards out there, including two of your favorites. I got two guys who I really want on my team. Both are point guards. There are other so many other point guards. I as I, I like Nick Van Exel, but there's so many I could name above him. So. It's week four. There are eight more weeks. I think I'm going to have a better point guard option. So I'm not ready to put him on my team. Okay, so who are you going with? I will be choosing. Yep. I'm probably going to get a lot of hate for this, but with my fourth pick. I think... The Jammers are welcoming... Dennis Scott. Wow! Oh my God! Are you kidding me? Are you... Are you serious? I thought he'd take Stacey Ogman. You should light him up. Are you serious? Dennis Scott. What? Welcome to the Jammers. Wow. Wait, 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 wait. I'm going to look up Dennis Scott. Maybe maybe I don't know something that you do. That This is this is insane. You're over Stacey Plastic Man Ogman? Dennis Scott. The fact that he can play small forward too helps my calls. See, I was... This was a tough decision for me because I really like Stacey Ogman. And when I think of those UNLV... That's what I think colored my perception of it. Him, Larry John. Yeah, I really like that. But this was... a Just to clarify, this was... I'm still not entirely sure I made the right decision. So anyway, Dennis I'll Scott say is this. my choice. I rarely wish to compliment Ian, but I think that you put the true GM hat on and you made the better... You made the more solid pick for your team over name recognition. If this card didn't have Dennis Scott as a guard slash forward, because it could have, I don't know, in my head, I mean, they're the same height, him and Stacey Augman, but I thought Dennis Scott, purely because he shoots a three, might be a shooting guard. I would have chosen Stacey Augman because I feel like I need to address, it's only week four, but I need to at least have a forward. <laughs> yeah. Is there, any, is there any props given to me for choosing Jason Kidd? Over Danny Ferry? Yeah. yeah. Well done. Tough one. <laughs> that must have been a oh, man. dilemma. Well, you know what? It was sad. About 30 minutes ago, after you punctured my cheek with a card, I was already sad that the week was already ending. Hmm. I've had so much fun doing this. As always. Really good fun. You learned about Harvey Grant? <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> uh, I feel like I've just seen him in my dreams repeatedly. <laughs> uh, I'm already looking forward to week five. I feel like I have closed the gap. Yeah, let us know. Has Pete closed the gap? Yeah, that's the big... Cause I, I, I think our teams are fairly... Well, I even, mean, like, it's to be tough, with right? You. I think that it's it's close. Shall we recap very quickly? Who yeah, got? so I've got in my starting four positions right now. Mm-hmm. I've got running the point, Jason Kidd. I've nice. got a couple of all-star forwards with Vin Baker and Detlef Schrempf. Mm-hmm. And then I got Thunder Dan raining threes before it was cool. So you need a center. If you were, if you were right, well, you don't need it right now, but that's what you're missing, a center. I do not have a center. Okay. That's a nice team. It's not bad. That's a very nice team. But your team, the Jammers. So I've got Tim Hardaway. Great. I've got Dennis Scott. <laughs> no. Okay. You're, I was drinking. I thought he would save that for last. Okay. okay. No, I wanted to see your reaction, your immediate reaction. I got Dennis Scott. I've yeah. got um, I've got Vlade. Yeah. Um. So who else I got? Reggie freaking oh, Miller, yeah. you idiot! What the hell is wrong with you? So, 
I think it's very close. Honestly, I think it's neck and neck. I think Dennis Scott definitely tilts some of it in my favor because I've got f- none of my player. All of my players are better than Dennis Scott. Yeah. No disrespect. All well, my players are all stars. I think they're right there at the top. But then you have like I think you're just top heavy. You, Reggie Miller, Tim Hardaway, and Vlade. I think in general would be a better starting three than Jason Kidd. Detlef and Vin Baker. I don't know. I think it's very close. It is quite close. It's good that it's close. And that's why you shouldn't write me off after three weeks. The packs never lie. All right. That's it today. Are you done, Ian? I think Anything we're done. Anything else? Yeah, no, that's it. All right. Hit us up on, is it Magic Blacktop? On Twitter. Um, but I would say on Instagram, there will be a post now. Let us know your most obscure NBA jerseys. And you can win a free pack. You can win a free pack. And also, let us know. Do we make the right choices? Did I, should I have gone with the plastic man? Probably, yes. I don't no, know. No, I think Dennis Scott was the right choice. Yeah. And don't okay. worry, I will sign, personally, your pack of cards, whoever wins. Count on me. We will see you next week. To the fridge!